Hello, friends. It's me, your girl, Margie. How are you all? Um, I want to check on you because the holidays, they're great. Boy, are they stressful. So as much as we're all having fun and eating good food and seeing loved ones and friends and, you know, it's all good. Uh, look after your mental health too, okay? We love you over here at Tensional Attention. Um, so there's not much to report today. Uh, I just wanted to remind you guys, please check out our website. If you want to, if you see a book that you guys think, oh my God, Margie and Rachel really need to cover this, submit it on our website. You can reach out to us on uh, email, textualattentionpod at gmail.com. Um, also Instagram, that's where we're most active, I would say. Uh, and then... That's it. I think. I think so. Oh, Patreon. Duh. Patreon. Uh, textual, the patreon.com slash textual attention. You have to put in that URL, unfortunately, because we are NSFW. Um, you can't just search for us through Patreon. You have to like put in that, that URL. But um, anyway, we love you guys. Hope you enjoy this episode of, <laughs> you know, what? I'm just going to let you guys listen. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, love, tearing me apart from the inside out so I can see myself from the inside. Hello, and welcome to Textual Tension, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Margie. And I'm your co-host, Rachel. Every other week, one of us reads a romance novel for the other unsuspecting co-host. This week, that co-host is... Me! It's Rachel! Rachel. (laughs) And together, we unpack... What, what the, the fuck, fuck just, just happened? happened? I kind of love that people have to go all the way back to the beginning to understand why we say that, like, honestly, really bad tagline of what the fuck just happened. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, I also good. love a love-hate relationship with romance. Oh, I love that. I that is great. But the what the fuck <laughs> just happened every time I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not great. But, you know, well, you know it's where we came from. It's who we are and who it's we who were. We are. Don't try to change us. Don't try to change it. I, I, I would never. Honestly, I would, would never. never. I would never. <laughs> We've been weird since the beginning. I, you know, it's really kind of surreal right now because I haven't edited the last two episodes. Yeah. So I feel like I haven't done a podcast thing in forever, which is not true. But, no. And it's nice, but it's right. just weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got really nothing else to report. Uh, sorry, my brain is all over the place. <laughs> Listeners, we've had, uh, we honestly, both of us, I know we say this every time. It's true. It's been a week. <laughs> Once again, I have a family member going through heart surgery, close in close family member. Rachel's dying. It's um, fine. She's got, she's got the, she's got the consumption. She doesn't, <laughs> but that's what we're going to call it. Um, and, uh, I have a new job. So yeah. I haven't started it's, it yet, but I have one. So it's, it's a been lot. a week. It's been a week. An it's exciting week, week an exciting ultimately, week. I think. Exhausting. But, exciting. Yeah. All right. But on that note, Rachel. Yes. You know what we're going to talk about? Ooh, is it mafia? And, and all this excitement. I think that what we need to hold dear <gasps> is the true meaning of Christmas. Oh. Wait, are we doing a Christmas novel? I thought that was my job. <laughs> It's still Christmas. I don't know. That's true. Oh, what do we got? Oh, did you send it on? Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. 
Christmas. Cri- Happy Honda days, everyone. Oh. Happy Chrysler. Merry, Merry Chrysler. Chrysler. Mer- oh, Merry my. Crisis. Merry Crisis. We, I gotta say, I got really excited at first because the author is Honey Phillips. Yes. And at first I read Honey, it was like Honey Cummings? Yeah. Not Honey Cummings. Not Honey, Honey Phillips, Cummings. Though. Yes. All yeah. right. So we're reading Scrooge, <laughs> spelled S K R U J, for anyone curious. <laughs> Number one in the Holiday with an Alien series. Oh, this is a gift. You've given me a gift. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, so the cover is a little hard to see on Goodreads. Yeah, gonna, um, do you want to, I'll try to pull it up on Amazon. Yeah, so it looks like there's like an alien city or something behind him with lights maybe or like christmas trees or maybe just a regular city um and then be a regular city (laughs) you're right from like mid nose down to pathway to prosperity it's a dude but the dude has black skin like gray gray it's supposed to be gray Oh, okay. It looks yeah. like I just like, sent it to you also on Amazon, yeah. so you can do that zoom in thing. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, just a dude that's been photoshopped to have very like like black skin with gold, almost like what's the the Japanese art where they repair yeah, ceramics? Right. Yeah, it's yeah, almost like yeah. that kind of markings yes. across his skin. Yes. Um. It is just a city behind him, huh? Maybe a hospital? It's hard to tell. Uh, It's a city. Uh, It's a city. Yeah. And then there's like frost in the front. And Scrooge is nice and big. uh, Bigger than the author's name, which is great. And like gold again. It's very like generic holiday vibes. Yes. Which I with uh, with a shirtless, I mean, a, with a shirtless guy. Which any, as we all know, Christmas <laughs> wouldn't be complete without a shirtless guy. Look, everyone has the family tradition. You all get around the tree, go, and then you all go search in the tree for the shirtless guy, and whoever finds it gets to open the first gift. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I'm so excited. You're you have truly given me a gift here. Okay. All right. Oh. Oh, yay. (laughs) He's wealthy. He's mean. And he's about to meet his match. Life on the alien planet of Laundria is difficult for humans. But Bobby, with an eye, is determined (laughs) to make the holiday season a special time for her fragile little brother, Tim. (sighs) Okay. Desperate for funds, she's even willing to take a job working for the coldest, meanest, most hard-hearted alien in the entire city. Scrooge is only interested in accumulating more wealth. He has absolutely no taste for social events until they stand between him and a new source of income. Since his attendance requires a companion, he reluctantly decides to hire one. Unfortunately, the only female willing to agree to his meager terms is a pathetic but unexpectedly alluring human. Three events, three nights. How hard could it be? As the snow begins to fall, neither one of them is prepared for an unexpected attraction and a dose of holiday magic. This sweet and steamy holiday tale is part of the... Next paragraph. Holiday with an Alien Collection, a collaboration of authors telling holiday tales with a science fiction romance twist. Each book is a standalone containing its own happily ever after. They can be read in any order. (laughs) 
Wow. Boy, they went. I. Okay. Listeners. I don't particularly celebrate Christmas as it is. I mean, I do with family, but like it's not, you know, whatever. It's, it's not my thing per se. But Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> is a treasure and I love it. Everything about it. Even the future ghost? <laughs> no, 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 wait. Is it the, there's that one, or is it the past ghost? The past, ghost? the, the weird past ghost. It's horrible. Yeah. I hate Hell it. Yeah. I hate it so much. Well, I'm just, here's the problem. It looks like, like Renesme, except <laughs> floating. I feel like I'm not going to be able to get that movie out of my head during this entire book. That I mean, that's fine. You can imagine Michael Caine if you want and Miss uh, Piggy. I know. I don't. I don't want, okay. actually. <laughs> I mean, the option is still there for you're you. You're right. I, yeah. I'm glad that you're giving me options here. Well, I'm um, so excited. And I will say, we have our Christmas episode that's going to be coming out soon, and we haven't recorded it yet. No. We have a theme. I'll just say we have a theme. Oh, no. How did we do that? Well, um, it's great. All right. Well, let's let's just get Fuck yeah. right into it. Fuck yeah. Um triggers there so there aren't really there's okay there's a little bit of like abusive relationship between someone who's much older than the other person okay but it's very brief um child illness just you know tiny tim tiny tim (laughs) uh in this reading rachel will be playing part of tiny tim (laughs) (laughs) you just got your new nebulizer (laughs) And I was my so- shiny new inhaler that I, I have sitting next to me. Um, let's see. Uh, the world ending. So if, oh. if you get really, really scared by the world ending, you know, it's only cool. briefly mentioned in this book, but okay. you know, it's fine. We're on, we're in space London. It's fine. Uh, I mean, maybe some neglect. Okay. Thrown in there. I mean, pretty much anything you would expect from like, 1800s england but in the future this isn't a trigger this is a warning of a lot of nipple a lot of nipple stuff happens okay (laughs) all right really into nipple play okay sure why not so you You know know what why um, not all right we don't yuck any christmas yums here (laughs) christmas hanukkah's yums uh so this book opens with master scrooge Hell yeah. <laughs> Master well, Scrooge. S K R U J, listeners. In Space London. <laughs> space London. It's space yes. in Laundria. We're just space another place. Yeah, Space London. <laughs> Let's just call it Space London. That's easier. <laughs> and um, he is being told that uh, his former partner, a Jacoba. Is this in the same world? No, I don't think oh. so. As the the one with the space nuns? No, no, oh, it's oh, not. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Jacoba, which I'm like Jacob. Marley. Oh, Jacob Marley. Yep, there it yep, is. Okay, yep, there sorry. it is. <laughs> um, and uh, Scrooge is finding out that he's going to inherit the rest of the business now that Jacoba has oh. died. Jacoba. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Dying. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to inherit the rest of the business. Um. The space business. But he has, there are conditions. Oh, space conditions. Yes. There are (laughs) three social events that he must attend for at least an hour each time. 
and uh and then there's a document that he gets at the end to review he has to attend the event of space past the event of space present (laughs) and the event of space future I'm sorry, exactly. Margie. This is no, this is a please, space podcast now. Please. Yes, it's a it's what Charles Dickens would have wanted. Yes, um, space Charles Dickens. Space Charles. <laughs> no, just Charles Dickens. I think that this oh. is exactly what he wanted. Yeah. This is really this is what, what he, he was going for. Yeah. So, and he was supposed to be um, attending these events over the ho- holiday season, which is the mm-hmm. first day season in in space London. Hell yeah. Um. So the first one is that he has to go to the annual reunion, like his school's annual reunion at okay. Zenith Academy. Zenith. Um, so that's the first one. And but here's the thing, he has to bring a companion. <gasps> Fucking rude! <laughs> How dare you? Well, it's very funny too because the tickets are included. So this guy on his deathbed is like printing out tickets for this for the. For his, for the school event wait, for his wait. business partner to go to. We gotta get this asshole laid at his high school reunion. <laughs> Wire. I just imagine him on a phone wirelessly printing these tickets and then he croaks. Michael Caine would never. <laughs> well, this is a Michael. Well, Michael. This is a Michael Caine's character. It's Jacoba's character. Well, yeah, but I mean, like Scrooge, Michael Caine would never agree to these terms. Ridiculous. <laughs> Well, he doesn't have a choice if he wants the other half of the business. That's true. And he but does yeah. love money. And he does love money. Um, So he's like, oh, God damn it. I got to take a person with me. Well, I don't want to take one of my employees. And I don't want to take an escort. Well, I'll find, I'll put out an ad in the space paper. <laughs> In the Space London Times. <laughs> Space London Times. Um, uh, Space Daily Mail. Space Daily Mail. So, and he, the so he starts seeing applicants for the position. And unfortunately, these poor aliens assume that he wants a sex worker. <laughs> and so he's like, that's not at all what I want. And he kicks all of them out of the office. But uh, then... He's told, okay, you have another applicant coming in, but she's human. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. And we are in space. We are in space. Space racism. (laughs) Spacism, if you will. Spacism. There it is. (laughs) Um, So Bobby comes into his office. With an eye. With an eye. Uh, Although her real name is Roberta. I love that name. Yeah. And um, he's like, he's like, hmm. Well, she's pretty enough, although she's wearing a ridiculously ugly coat. It's like bright pink and it doesn't match her outfit at all. Spoiler, she can't afford another coat. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, he's like, at the end of, so they have a conversation. He's like, you have to attend three social events with me. I will give you the clothing for, I will give you enough money to buy the clothing for the event. I will pick you up and drop you off from the event. Um but like this is you know beyond yeah. that it's really none of your business what's going on and she's like that's fine how much is it okay great and she's thinking in her brain like okay great i'll be able to give my little brother timmy a great christmas or a great first Aww, day space tiny tim we'll have space, a nice space tiny christmas tim. exactly <laughs> I'm sorry i'm you not know, gonna let it go <laughs> no please i love it um it's what charles dickens would have wanted yeah um 
And he's, you know, he's very sickly. He misses a lot of school. So she, that means that she misses a lot of work sometimes. Mm -hmm. So she really needs this extra money. Yeah. And um, (laughs) so she gets the job and she's like, yay. And he gives her a little bit of money so she can buy a dress for the first event, which again is a his high, his school reunion. Uh-huh. Um, space high school. Reunion. Space high school. Space <laughs> space high school reunion. Oh, and then you know he asks her some pretty rude questions of like, can she read? Can she read laundry in? Rude. Yeah. Rude. And she's like, yes, I can read laundry. And he's like, well, I didn't know you're you're not from around here. And How she's did like, you expect me to? How <laughs> do you think I responded to the fucking <laughs> ad, bitch? Right. I mean, I guess someone else could have read the paper for her, but the Space Daily Ta- Daily Mail. Look, all I'm saying <laughs> is that if you hear space hoofbeats, you don't look for space zebras, all right? <laughs> you look for space horses. Um, so, uh, um, God, where was I? Um, she takes a job. She gets a little bit of money to buy a dress. Uh, and they're going to go to his high school reunion at Zenith Academy. Of all of the events that the author could have come up with, he's a rich guy. It could have been a million different type of galas or whatever. A fucking right. high school reunion. It's not like, it's like, it sounds like it's some sort of like annual reunion for the school. Nah, it's got like it. less of like a every 10 years, every 15 mm-hmm. years kind of thing. But it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's just get to the fucking event. Uh, and the fucking event. The, uh, hey-o. <laughs> uh, so he, she, he shows up to her door with his driver and he's like, I never would have come around here if I knew that she lived in the slums. <laughs> but she comes out of the house that she lives in. She lives in a boarding house because, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she looks absolutely beautiful. Like, she looks stunning. And he's like, oh, wow. Like... A human can get it together. A human can Shocking. be attractive. Gasp. Shocking. Shocking. And, um, but so then she gets in the car and he's like, you look acceptable. And she's like, gee, thanks. You know, I'm just glad that I could get my hands on this dress. Cause it was, cause it was basically, she got the dress secondhand practically from the shop and it wasn't the right length. So she had to shorten it and she had to do Ooh. all this stuff to it. And that's like her normal everyday. She works in a factory. So that's okay. her normal everyday job is that she does like, she makes clothes. So that wasn't yeah. hard for her, but he's like, what are you talking about? I gave you all this money. And she's like, ha ha. Yeah. It costs a lot of money to get a dress for yeah. like for this kind of event. And he was like, that's ridiculous. It shouldn't cost that much. And she's like, yeah, I know. I would I could feed Timmy off of that for like a year. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, wait a minute, where's your coat? And she's like, I couldn't afford a coat and the dress. Yeah. I couldn't what afford the think? dress. And he's <laughs> like, well, I guess I could give you more money next time. And she's like, gee, thanks. How much is a banana? Like $10? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, let's see. The so they get to the, the, um, they go on the way to the party. She's like, can you tell me a little bit about the school? Like what your experience was there just so that when we get there, we don't, we're not going to act like complete strangers, right? It's going to be, you know, people yeah. be think what we, at least we know each other. And he's like, well, here's one teacher, master Fezzer that I really liked. And he was kind to me. And uh, so then she explains her background of, 
We arrived here about three years ago. We were on a transport ship from Earth. Uh-huh. Earth was going to be destroyed. And so apparently aliens took pity on humans and right. um, gave them refugee status on other planets, basically. So while she was on that ship, she learned how to speak the language. She learned how to write and read the language. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And unfortunately, while she was on that ship, her mom passed away. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, unfortunately, aliens apparently don't know a lot about, like, how to heal humans, like, how to take care of humans, which kind of uh-huh. makes sense. Like, Yeah. Different biology. But different biology. And so it's been really hard for her to get, like, medication and right. basically diagnoses for her little brother, Timmy, who's never been particularly healthy. Right. So, you know, the background isn't the worst. Like, I mean... This whole feels very like it gives it makes me want to take every other classical piece of literature and give it the thinly just slapped slap an alien setting and yeah. make it a romance on it. Like yeah. Jane Eyre, alien romance. Alien Sense romance. And sensibility, alien, alien romance. romance. Let's fucking go. I want to do it to everything now. It's because what those authors would have wanted. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. all, look, look, we're doing the past thing. They're, he's going back to a high school right. thing. It's That's past. true. It's That's fun. true. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Bitsy, come here, baby. And you know, he's kind of like, he's not happy to be going back to his school. The thing about it is, is that he had, like, some good times here, a lot of, like, bad times, and a lot of times of, like, damaged pride, because he was the poor yeah. kid going to a wealthy school. Okay, essentially right. and i don't remember if that's because like he was gifted to him or he got a scholarship but he was the poor kid going to like a very wealthy school and that's not fun like no and yeah. he was ridiculed and he was put down on a lot by the other students and he doesn't think that by he's like if i go back here people are going to do the same thing to me essentially mm-hmm. like i'm not going to be treated with the respect i deserve mm-hmm. because i've become like this wealthy businessman i've done all this work i should be given respect but it might you know Right, right. right. So they get to the party. He gives her his coat because he doesn't want her to be cold, Mm -hmm. which, aw, cute. How cute. Um, And uh, then they meet, actually, not really a friend there, but an acquaintance who, his name is Shivi, and he's kind of like one of those people who it doesn't matter how much Scrooge, like, not, he's not rude, isn't, he's not openly insulting but it's not like he's warm and fuzzy either you know what i mean he's like trying to like he's not giving off the warmest friendliest vibes but this guy's just like we it's so great to be all together i never expected to see you here again scrooge it's so great to see you like he's just kind of one of those characters and i kind of love him for it um he's honestly just a sweetheart and he's also like a little flirtatious with bobby which Aww. is cute because he's like, I'm just a harmless old bachelor. Don't worry yeah. about me. Um, it's cute. It is cute. And it's nice because then, like, they don't have a terrible time. Right, right. Um, <laughs> it's just like, he's just like a, a, a consummate gentleman, you know? He has very, like, fun gay uncle. Yeah, vibes. very yeah. much. Very yeah. much. Um, so, basically, what happens during the party is that... Um, Scrooge meets up with old friends and old enemies. Like there's an old flame of his that shows up 
and he's Mm -hmm. who like basically rejected him because he was poor Uh and now he's rich and so now of course this woman's like trying to get back into his life and he's like of course no yeah no absolutely absolutely not. not um and they what scrooge is most surprised by is that he actually has a lovely time so okay he has fun at the event he enjoys spending time with bobby he enjoys spending time with shivi and actually by the end of the hour he's kind of like oh well we're leaving but like it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be okay you know um look at that his heart grew three sizes (laughs) it grew one size it's got to go two more sizes you're right sorry we're mixing Um, our 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 literature here if if you call Dr. Seuss literature, which of course we do. And then I mean there are there are some guys who one so his first name is Eben. Eben. Okay. Eben. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. A little on the uh-huh. nose there. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. someone his old um his old like uh like mocking name was Eben 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 Wiener, which is hard to even say. So why did you come <laughs> up I guess Eben Wiener is like Ebenezer, but it's it's not Ebenezer's easier. <laughs> Than Evan Wiener. Evan Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's really struggling with that one. I just kind of laid that on you, I will say. It's not even English. We've established that they don't speak what? English. We've established that all of they don't they speak Londoni whatever. They don't speak English. So why would Eben Wiener be the pun that you choose? It just seems silly to me. It's what it's what Charles Dickens would have wanted. <laughs> it's what Charles Dickens would have wanted. Um, Eben Wiener. Right. <laughs> um, so especially when Splooge is right there. It's right there. Scrooge, Splooge, just do that. <laughs> Well, so basically after he hears that, that's when he's ready to leave because he's kind of like, oh, these people have never changed. But he's like, but then there are some people there where he's like, oh, okay, well, they were okay. Yeah. Um, And never going to recover. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're surprised by this, but uh, he does kiss Bobby. (gasps) Gasp. As they're leaving. So, um. Oh, I have I have thoughts already. Already, okay. Already. Um, and he's kind of thinking like he had a nice time with her and he's attracted to her, but he's like it's just because it's been too long of a time since I last boned hooked anyone. Up. Bone, bone. My my bone. fortunately, <laughs> my fortunately humanoid uh, alien anatomy. It's been too long since since I've gotten since hard. I, <laughs> yeah, since I've uh, fucked anything. So. <laughs> Scrooge's Scrooge's heart may be thawing just a little because he actually sees Bobby again before the next event. He decides he's going to take her out and Timmy to see the sights because he so he goes to their door and Scrooge invite basically is like, let's get you a coat for one. And then he she's like, well, I I want genuinely I want to go, but. Can we bring Timmy with us? Because he mm-hmm. would really like to see the sights of the city. He's never really gotten around to seeing them. And um, Scrooge is like, well, I didn't really want to bring the kid. But mm-hmm. I guess we'll bring the kid because it'll we'll make her happy. Yeah. And we can get her a coat. So um, they do. They get her a coat. They get her the dress for the next event, which is Ooh. absolutely stunning. Like it Fabulous. is and, and very expensive because, of course, uh-huh. 
Um, and it's like it's kind of cute because Scrooge and Timmy like talk to each other about like what what coat and what dress that she should get, and it's just very endearing. Aww. Yeah, it's Aww. what Charles Dickens would have wanted. It's what. <laughs> Um, so so they get those things and then actually after that they go ice skating all of them oh it's amazing that they were able to find a little crutch with an ice skate on it for a little space timmy i don't think he actually uses a crutch oh okay um i think that he just like has a little bit i think he has asthma hell yeah space asthma (laughs) respirator Um, I was going to say representation, but I started saying respiration, which is even funnier because, all right. Okay, it's fine. Oh, okay. So then they go back home and she like, and of course, little Timmy is exhausted from the day because he's, he's sickly. Look, he's so sickly. Yeah. We can't, we can't go gallivanting around. No, no. You can't even go vanting. I I can barely go upstairs sometimes, (laughs) y'all. So um, they put him to bed and then sit on the couch. Scrooge and Bobby sit on her couch together. Okay, and um, have a little, have a little, a little wine. snog, a little space a little, snog, a little space snog, a little space wine, <laughs> a little space wine, Ooh. Um, and, space chardonnay. Uh, you know, then there's more stuff. Oh, he rips her jeans apart. Yeah, that's a little more than a space snog. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a little more than a space snog. It's more of like a space finger banging. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank God that space asthma is so loud. Otherwise, Timmy might have woken up. <laughs> it's what Charles Dickens would have wanted. wanted. <laughs> Why do you love Charles Dickens, too? So this is probably torture no, I, for I you. Mean, he's a, I mean, well, I it's been years since I read David Copperfield, but I did really like David Copperfield. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, no, it's not torture for me. It's just effing hilarious. It's really fucking um, funny. I was thinking that the whole time I was reading oh it, though. This God. is what Charles Dickens would have wanted. Would have wanted. This is what he would have wanted. Um, And uh, he's like, I'll buy you another pair of jeans. So... Don't worry about that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks. It's you uh, ripped them. Yup. Here's what's annoying. I don't even know what the second event is, but we're just going to go into it. Hell it's yeah. some sort of event. Um, and, but before they go to this event, uh, Master Scrooge actually walks up to her door this time. Oh. So. How, how, how noble. How gallant. Wow. And, uh, well, and even before that, he called her twice just to be like, how's Tim's health? Okay. Yeah. So his, his feelings are feeling. Turn around. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly. And, uh, so he gets to her door in the boarding house and also Timmy's there and he gives him, he gives Scrooge an ornament, like Aww. a Christmas ornament. That he made in space. That he made him, that he made in space school. Wow. Wow. It's a space Christmas miracle. It's a space first day miracle. Oh, wow. So uh, they get to this event um, and Scrooge volunteers to have his warehouse used for like some sort of charity event, which he would have never have done before because, you know, he was a heartless bastard. Yeah, of course. Um, because space love is changing his heart. Is changing his space heart. 
His space heart. You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How are you going to name this episode? WWCD. <laughs> D. <laughs> okay. WWCD. D. <laughs> what would Charles Dickens do? Okay. So, oh, okay. So I know what happens with the third event now, but I don't know what the third event is for. It's just a space. It's space event. Something I'm assuming relating to death, what with it being the future or something. Oh, the present. This one's the present. Oh, this is the second this one. Is the this second is the second one. The second, second one, event. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Second event. Um, so now then this asshole named Lord Tarbell approaches Lord the table. Tarbell. Yeah. And uh they never got in- along in school, he and Scrooge. Uh Tarbell like Tar- Tarbell's the one who called Eben Eben Wiener. Wiener. <laughs> Name it that. Eben Wiener. Um but here's the thing. Uh, Lord Tarbell has a fiance oh. who is significantly younger than him. Like, Ooh. creepily younger than him. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, and, and the reason for this is, is because he has a lot of money and his parents are after that shit. It's pretty much like, so, because... um. Bobby is like, I'm very concerned about this young woman. Is she okay? And so then uh, Eben Wiener explains to Bobby, like, well, her parents are probably okay with it. Like, it's probably this kind of situation. Like, yeah. it's not cool. It's not okay. But yeah. but they still manage to have a lovely night. Um, and Shivy is there, you know, another good friend is there, Fabulous. so that helps. Yeah. So Bobby and Eben Wiener, they manage to, I think I'm just going to call them Eben Wiener, they get up, they Hell leave yeah. the event. And for whatever reason, I think that like, I think that Eben Wiener has to like get his coat or something. And he goes around a corner to go and go to the coat check. And he hears Lord Tarbell. Mm-hmm. And he hears Lord Tarbell with this young woman and basically let's put it this way. The young woman is on her knees and Tarbell mm-hmm. is ordering her to do something that she does not want to do. Yeah. And she's never, you can tell that she's never been in this position before, but also like, right. She doesn't really know what's going on. And basically Evan Wiener walks out and it's like, you know, tells her to leave. Like, it's like, get out of here. Yeah. And, um, Tarbell is basically like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. This you know, wasn't this any is your not, business. This wasn't any of your business. Well, also, and the thing that Tarbell was saying, too, was that, like, he was telling the girl, like, oh, you know, the way that that human was looking at Eben Wiener, you know that this is what she she does for him. And it's just, like, really gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's basically, a, like, a jealousy thing. Like, he, yeah. you know, he can, um, Tarbell can tell how much Bobby likes Eben Wiener. Yeah. And Eben Wiener is like, you're going to stop this. This is disgusting. You're a disgrace. Like, how dare you treat another person like that? Okay. And Tarbell is like, you're going to regret this. And then of course. Kind of the end of the party. And he twirls his mustache and flips his cloak. And his space mustache. Space mustache. And his space, space cloak. And his space cloak. And he walks away. <laughs> so then... Eben Wiener and Bobby get into Eben Wiener's car they're dri- and their drivers take them back to Eben Wiener's. Hell yeah. Yeah. And they and, bone. And they bone with a lot, a lot of nipple action happening. Ooh, a lot of so nipple much play. Nip- so many nipples. Uh, I'm excited when we get to the end of the covers. It's to just so count the nipples. 
dog. Just want to count the nipples. Um, How many nipples does he have? I mean, he, it's not. He just keeps playing with hers. Yeah. He okay. plays with her nipples a lot. At least I, I remember at one point there was like the word nipple was twice in one paragraph. And I'm like, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it, it can be a it, lot. It can be a lot. Okay. And got a thing for nipples. All right. All right. Um, and there's a lot of effing. Got a thing for but space nipples. At so, but at the end of the fuck fest, hell yeah. There's this kind of aura around the both of them that like, oh wait, she's still technically just here to do a job. Right. Yeah. Like she's Uh-oh. still being paid. And yeah. she doesn't feel like obviously the sex was consensual. She didn't feel pressured yeah. into it like or anything like that. Right. But they also know that like, oh, there's an end to the timeline here. Right. Yeah. We have one more event and then what's gonna happen after that? Like neither right. of us have really it's it's very clear that both of us have feelings for one another. Uh-huh. But are is is basically is Scrooge gonna be brave enough to like say hey i like you and i want to be with you or is he just going to go back to his miserly ways and just be obsessed with money Mm -hmm. you know and that's kind of what's going on in her because she can tell that he's like he has feelings for her but it's one of those things where it's like he is like withholding yeah because he's so afraid you know which boy i've never experienced that feeling before ever in my life Um, never never for your employer employee bobby who's definitely not Bob Cratchit. Def- oh, fun. I forgot to mention her last name is Cratcheter. Or Cratcher. <sighs> See, the reason that SpaceX, like Space Thing, is so funny is because all of this is just slightly tweaked. So everything is, it's Space London. It's fine. It's not, it's Space Bob Cratchit. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, if we put space in front of everything, it's it's fine. It's, it's what, it's, it's honestly what Charles Dickens would have and most importantly Nipple play is what Charles Dickens would have wanted <laughs> and most importantly legally distinct <laughs> and and again so they go to this last event and he's like almost I don't want to say fawning over her because that's not the right word but he's show, yeah. he's doing a lot of actions without saying the words and this is like okay. one of those times where it's like actions do speak louder than words of course but like you know, he's giving her like a beautiful, like, like jewel encrusted necklace. He's okay. like pulling her in the car and they're like making out. Um, he and he's honestly, he says at one point during the third event, he's like, you don't have to work anymore. And she's like, but you're not telling me yeah. what I need to hear. And I right. need you to tell me that you love me uh-huh. and that you want to be with me. Like, right. Because, again, you're still paying me. So he, and before the third event, it was going to be in, like, he was going to pay her one-third after the first event and then the rest of it after the third event. Yeah. He pays her the full amount after the second event. Okay. He's like, I just want you to come with me. Okay. So he's doing a lot of actions, but he's not saying the words. Yeah. You know? And when there's that big of a power dynamic between the two of you, yep. like that rift, you got to... S- you have I mean, to be you yeah. have to be transparent. Um there is a character that they're not in the book, but they were an important part of Evan Weiner's life. It's a man okay. named Taolin. And Taolin was basically his mentor. Taolin was a fucking asshole. 
Talon <laughs> died alone and sad. However, he also taught Eben Wiener how to do the same. So uh, that's uh-huh. why Eben Wiener uh-huh. is kind of quote unquote like this. And as they've right. gotten to know each other, Bo- or Eben Wiener has told Bobby a lot about Talon. Uh-huh. And to the point where, so the final event comes, they have sex one more time at his place. Like he uh-huh. takes her back to his place and they have like, you know, Hell yeah. and he's given her a new dress. He's given her these jewels, but she gets up early in the morning and leaves them behind. And is like, you know, he hasn't yeah. said he wants me to stay. Like, right. He hasn't told me anything different. So I can't, yeah. you can't you hint know. people. Right. Well, it's like it's the end of the road. This was our agreement, and I'm not right. going to step on to- step on your toes and like beg to stay. Like, right, right, not going to happen. Um. So, uh, and at the so and yeah, and at the final event, that's how he learns that Talon basically died alone, like with nobody mm. around him, nobody mm-hmm. cared to care for him, that kind of thing. Right. And so, uh, Bobby leaves the next morning. Scrooge wakes up and he's like. Well, this fucking blows. <laughs> oh. Like all he and he can't. It, it's it's he can't understand it because he's like, I have everything that I should want. I have money. I have power. I have right. You know, I've done all these things that I was supposed to do. And he's like, but I don't have the girl. I don't have the girl. And also, I'm kind of an asshole. So he gets to the office and he's like, nothing is like satisfying him. And he's like, you know what? F this. And uh. He tells all of his staff to go home until the end of the holidays and then to come back. Um, And then he gets in his car and has his driver take him over to Bobby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. He Um, gave everyone a break. Good for them. He gives, yeah, he's like, and it's kind of funny because everyone looks at him like he's crazy and he's like, I'm not crazy. Just (laughs) go home. Go home. Um, Do they, do they say what holiday they're celebrating? So it's called First Day, but okay. and it happens around Christmas time and Earth time, and it's kind of like similar to Christmas, okay. right? But thank God that canonically Jesus Christ exists on other planets. Well, thank God also Jesus. that on other planets they also have things like stocks, shares, and capitalism. You're right. You're you know, right. <laughs> space capitalism, state space stocks, and space shares. Sp- space stonks. Um and. So, Evan Wiener shows up at Bobby's place, and she's like, "What are you doing there, here?" And he's like, "I love you. I want you to, I want you to be with me. I want you to move in with me. I want Timmy to move in with me. I love you. Like, I want us to be a family." And she's like, "Fuck yeah, hell yeah!" <laughs> uh, and so, basically, the epilogue is, and this is a little—it's not weird to me. It's just like I get it, but I've also never heard of this happening. Is Timmy starts calling Evan Wiener dad? Okay. Which he's never had a dad before. He's never met yeah. his dad. So I kind of like, I get that. But, um, and then Bobby has married Evan Weiner, mm-hmm. and they have had a baby together. And the end, it's what Charles Dickens, Dickens. would have wanted. <laughs> Look, when Charles Dickens originally wrote A Christmas Carol, he did it. With the assumption that people would that make Eben, Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge and uh, Bob Cratchit were gonna fuck Scrooge X Scrooge X Cratchit 
fanfic <laughs> that took place in space. This is what we were expecting. I think he probably expected it to be gay fan fiction, yeah. but you know what? He's still probably pretty okay He's with it. He's probably pretty proud, honestly. Allegedly. It really, <laughs> is. it really is what Charles Dickens would have wanted. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we're speaking for him, but I think we, we, yeah. we're, we're just... Yeah. That's probably just... What would, what would the Scrooge X Cratchit uh, ship name be? Scratch it? Scratch it! Scratch it! <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, and they also get Timmy all fixed up and healed and shit. Oh, they fixed his lungs? Do they say how? And can I bring it to my doctor? Unfortunately, <laughs> it's space medicine. Damn it. <laughs> you just had to reference on your prior authorization form with your insurance space medicine. <laughs> I've got space asthma, actually. Can I get some space albuterol? That would be cool. Oh, God. Um, oh my also, god. Also, thank goodness in uh, our great god's good wisdom that he made it so that aliens and humans can fuck and can have fuck babies today and together. procreate. And procreate. <laughs> Cheers to that. I just I swear to god, if lesbian couples and gay couples in space with space magic can't have babies. Oh my god. Then like not happen. It's so I, I here's the thing. <laughs> That was delightful in the worst way. I loved it. It just was so... You didn't have to go that, like... On the nose? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> like... So I did read, like, there was an author's note or something where she, the author... I shouldn't say she because we don't know. But they did it as a writing challenge. Okay. So, but still, the, I think that the problem really is the names. We're getting into review territory. Yeah, I'll be honest. It didn't seem like much of a challenge because they didn't change much. So the only thing, <laughs> well, so here's the the other thing, though, is the things that they changed, like, uh, there was no travel to the past, present, and future, which I get. No. Like, already yeah. space is enough. But uh, I do. It could have been metaphorical. Yeah, and well, it kind of was metaphorical because, yeah, you know, fair. he goes to, like you said, he goes to Zenith Academy. Yeah. So that yeah. wasn't done poorly. I think, I think the sex wasn't for me. So let's, I'm going to rate the sex. We'll go ahead and do that. Um, Two. Okay. There was just too much nipple. That's fair. There were nipples everywhere. They were coming which, out know, of the windows. Oh I'm so scared. Window nipples. <laughs> um, which, to be fair, you know, we love a good nipple play every once in a while, but... You know, it can a be a lot. lot. It's a lot of nipple. When that's all you do. Um, I think that, okay. And then, so uh, another note I have about this book, and this leads into my review of him. He changes very quickly. Yes. You know what I mean? He changes like very, where he doesn't want to go at all to this event. He doesn't mm -hmm. want to hang out with this girl at all. He doesn't really have any respect for her. By the end of the first event, he's kissing her. And not just like a peck. Like it yeah. is a, a lot There's happening. I guess Devil's Advocate in a Christmas Carol, he does change literally overnight. So like I get that. But very good point. Yeah. Here's the question. Do they seem to have any like as characters like chemistry? Chemistry, interest in each other, anything that like substantial, or is it just glossed over? I would say yes, but it's bad. Like because they oh, have this okay. like internal uh, inside joke between them, where at her interview she called him Snookums, which absolutely we hate, absolutely hate Oof. it. It's a joke, but we Oof. hate it. Um, and so like that's kind of 
a point of humor that they have with each other and things like and that. And is that it? That and also I think they do have similar – she does awaken in him a sense of justice because of what happens to that young woman with Tarbell. Okay. So I think that that's something else that they sort of have in common. But um, other okay. than that, no. Because he shows – in the beginning of the book, he shows no interest in, like, having a family or anything like that. Um, yeah. You know, they are just kind of, like, made for each other. And in a weird way, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a good thing. I'll be honest. And this is going to sound like – I guess we'll see if I can justify it. I would be infinitely more okay with this if they just – changed the names because when you tie it so closely to an existing piece of media you can't divorce it from that existing piece of media you have like everyone's going to be thinking of that existing piece of media and i don't know well so are you saying though if you get rid of the names i do feel like then people are going to less see it as something that's supposed to be because i don't think the author is shying away from the fact that it is that's fair basically charles dickens fan fiction and so if That's it is fair. Charles Dickens fan fiction, I'm like, I'm, I think that and in one regard, I think that they could have done the names better. Like, I think that yeah. S-K-R-U-J is a terrible. Eben Wiener. Eben Wiener is terrible. Like I, his, the only thing. Yeah. So in the book, his first name is Eben. Eben. Yeah. Eben is yeah. not, Eben is not a bad name for no. alien, but. No. And Bobby honestly isn't that bad of a name, yeah. but it's it's Cratcher is terrible, um, yeah. Scrooge is terrible. Yeah. Um, there, I feel like there was a lot of potential here. Yes, because you a have lot all of, good of sci-fi to play with. So when you get into like the really creepy future side of things, where he's like yeah. looking at his impending death, like there's so much that you could have yeah. done there. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it just and felt there a little is, half-assed. There is a moment where at the end of the book. And I forgot to mention this, where what really, like, turns him around is a letter from Jacoba. That's the final document. Mm-hmm. He gets a letter from Jacoba after he finishes all three events. And Jacoba's basically like, look, I'm in this hospital and I'm dying. And I'm dying uh-huh. alone and no one will miss me. Don't end up, I don't particularly, like, don't end up like me. Mm-hmm. Do not end up this way. And it causes Eben Wiener to kind of look around and be like, well, you're right. I don't want to end up this way. And that's also how my master ended up, like the person I looked up to. And mm-hmm. like, I, yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Uh, it was fine. It, it's it, fine. it felt like it could have been done better. I it, mean, I think that for a writing exercise for an author, very fun. Yeah. yeah. Good oh, fun. Yeah. Could it have been done yeah. better? Yes. But it's still just like a silly, fun writing exercise. Yeah. God damn it. Did we have fun? Yes, we did. We did. So, okay. So, um, we're going to give Scrooge uh, 2.5. Okay. Middle of the road. Yeah, middle That's of the road. Uh, Bobby, I'm honestly, I'm going to give her a two. I think she was too willing to get walked over. Um, and she's contrived. Like, okay. there's no, there's not substance to Bobby. Yeah. Like there's no substance. I don't know what her I have no idea what her life looked like on earth before any mm. of this stuff happened. Okay. And I think that that was something I would have just because it's like who who are you as a person? Right. There she does there's not a lot to her. She's no. just kind of there. She's just kind of there. Yeah. Um the sex again too. Yeah. 
But I'm not really into aliens either. So the only thing I will say is that also I was glad he didn't have a tail, which I know other people yeah, would fair. not agree with I, me. But. I think it's implied, but we should probably explicitly say it, that the sex rating is entirely personal totally yeah Personal. not, not the not... end all be all yeah <laughs> um the plot plot is actually hard because in some ways yeah. i was kind of like i was a little bit impressed because they managed to like not yeah. do time travel but still bring you to like the past but they didn't really yeah. bring you to the future well and i will say given the constraints of space alien scrooge um space scrooge space scrooge thank you they didn't do that bad they honestly. didn't do in terms of fitting bad. the yeah fitting the plot well and honestly i solid. did like that scene with lord tarbell and the girl and scrooge kind of being like whoa no yeah because it is kind of like it's it's a scene that shows like oh scrooge is becoming a decent human being and yeah, yeah, I liked it. It did feel like it came out of nowhere to me, but I wasn't reading yeah, it. Yeah, that's so. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but everything kind of went quickly. But everything goes quickly in the original Christmas. Yeah, it was so. very short. But yeah. that's right. It's uh, it, it goes to shorten the original, which is what Charles Dickens would have wanted. Yes. Um, so I'll give it, this is, gonna, this is generous, three out of five. But you know what? Generous for Christmas. Sure. Yeah. 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 For first day. <laughs> for, for first day. For first day. day. Overall, we need to come up with our own holiday that we celebrate. Yeah, like candle nights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall, again, I'm going to be, oh, God. This is hard because it's, it's out yeah. of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, debating between three and four. But you know what? I'm going to give I, it a four uh-huh. because the writing wasn't bad. The okay. prose was not bad. It there did not go. make me want to pull out my my hair and my eyeballs. And it honestly did seem kind of fun. It was fun. It was very yeah. fun. It was. It yeah. made me giggle. And I think, well, and maybe that's a note we should put in too, is that I do think the author meant you to read this with a grain of salt. Like, yes. I think that she just read meant you, fun. like, read it and be like, this is so silly. Ha ha. This is like yeah. a good little fun time to have, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think that she meant it as a serious piece of literature. Right. So right. if you take it that way. You know, definitely a four, yeah. out of, four out of ten, if not a five. Because then you sure. can kind of laugh at it and not feel bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So. That was fun. That was really fun. It's that what Charles Dickens would have wanted. WWCDD. <laughs> what would Charles Dickens do? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, amazing. Well. I just. Yeah. Nipple play. It's what Charles oh. Dickens would have wanted. Apparently. It's my favorite. It's my favorite quote to come out of this entire episode. I love that. You know what so that much. makes me think of though? And it's not actually nipple play. It's those little like nipple things that you can put over like your nip. Like they stick on there. Oh, pasties. Yeah, pasties. Like yeah. I don't know why, but I just suddenly little had tassel this... guys. Yeah, they but under a dress, man oh man. Ooh, that would be ew. Oh no, no, no. I'm talking about the oh, ones just that the hide flat your nipple ones. Yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. hide your nipples. I've worn those. Yeah. They're pretty great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember the feeling of taking those off, and that is a great feeling. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is great? Alan you? Yeah. Uh <laughs> and then her song, Oh Love, off the album Beheld, that we use for our intro and outro of our podcast. Boom! Fucking professionals. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do the final outro. Are you ready for it? Oh, hell yeah. God bless us, everyone! Everyone!